Welcome to Mommy Heal Thyself. We feature guests who provide you with the tools, resources, and strategies you need to say no to a life of pain and suffering from all forms of preventable disease, toxic drugs, and unnecessary surgeries. We hope to inspire you to boldly reclaim your ability to heal and to serve the ones you love. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Mommy Heal Thyself. And today we have a phenomenal guest with us. Her name is Deborah Williams. I met her at the CHD conference that was in Atlanta. She was actually in the booth next to me, and we just hit it off right from the very start. I am just so impressed with this woman and her little helper. Her daughter is like, entrepreneur on steroids it's like oh my god a little little mini businesswoman <laughs> it was fantastic to see her and her mom work together because you know deborah is the founder of mind body blend which focuses on education and empowerment in the mind body and spiritual health she teaches others how to advocate and step into their boldness on important topics and how to become not only educated and empowered, but also to do that around their health and well-being. She is definitely symbolic of everything she speaks about, because as I said, you can see that it is her entire being, because it just beautifully resonates, not only with her spirit, but also with her daughter. So, Deborah, thank you for joining us. I'm glad to be here. Thanks for inviting me. It was really great meeting you. And I think we had that instant connection. As soon as I walked up to my booth and I saw your bright smiling face next to me and you were so welcoming and offered to even help us. And I think that's so beautiful whenever, you know, we're immediately there for another individual and just meeting them and we're offering to jump in and just see how we can help others. And that spoke to exactly who you are. <laughs> so. I, it's not hard when you are in, when you're resonating with someone who's of the same frequency, you know, because what I yep. really enjoyed about everything that you do is that it's about empowering the community, building community. And that is what we're going to be talking about today. So first and foremost, yeah. tell us a little bit about where you are in your journey, how you got there and who are the people that you are connecting with? Yeah, so I thought it was really interesting that obviously whenever you and I connected, the more that we spoke and we got to know each other, we had so much alignment in what we were both being called to do, mm. which was connect people in our communities yeah. and ultimately educate and empower them in greater health and wellness and to be able to plant those seeds so that can continue on a greater basis. So you and I immediately had that in common. We're doing the same thing. We're called to do the same thing, but we're just doing it in slightly different ways with different methods. Yeah. That's really all it is, you know? And so I thought that was super cool. It connected us immediately. Um, so tell as, us more about exactly what it is that you're doing. What is your message? Yeah, yeah. I was going to kind of pivot into, I think, a great place to start would be just to kind of go back to more recently, the time of 2020, whenever there was a big, you know, universal shift, honestly, in terms of people waking up. 
and people stepping into their awareness more so about what it means to be present and involved and engaged in your life and taking the reins when it comes to your own health and well-being instead of outsourcing it to an industry which we saw and we've seen and we continue to see kind of a downfall around that. Mm -hmm. And it's really unfortunate to witness. So I want to do everything within my power with my background in health and wellness and just having a deep desire and passion to help others Mm -hmm. to be more excited about nourishing and taking good care of themselves and their families. Mm -hmm. And I have been in the health and wellness, you know, field or area for how many years now, 13, 14 years. And so it was very easy for me to see in 2020 with some of the programming and the messaging that was going on um, in terms of, you know, government health agencies and uh, even local governments that, you know, this was not in line with what true health was and where it came from. Mm -hmm. And so I was immediately alarmed and just, I would say on alert, there were some red flags going off there immediately that I noticed because this was an area that I've been highly in tune with and not only with myself, but then teaching others in for many years. And so I simply, um, I think I I looked at uh, around me at that time and I I not only saw a psychological warfare going on, Mm -hmm. but also a a very spiritual warfare going on. And then that ties into obviously what I do with is, which is tying into the mind, body and the spirit when it comes to health. And often we look at these agencies and they're only touching on one aspect Mm -hmm. and we can't have true, good, well-rounded health and well-being without all of those aspects. And so immediately it was very easy to see that this is missing many, many, many pieces, unfortunately. And I think it was very counterproductive in a lot of ways to what people actually needed, which was to, instead of be completely shut down by fear and then isolated by that fear, Mm. that ended up doing a lot more harm than good. And it, it really, for me, was super easy to step up and just to start gently speaking up as the months went on because I have two children. And so that's where mama bear was there and more than willing to just step in and start to be a voice Mm -hmm. in my community. Um, as I was having very natural, normal conversations for me with other parents, with other mothers. And I recall the mask mandates being discussed Hmm. in May of 2020. And this was right before I'm here in Florida. And so we were one of the, I think the big kind of like flagship places for freedom. And we've been that (laughs) (laughs) as you know, um, being here as well. Right. So we kind of led the way for other states 
and for other people watching who didn't have, you know, the same experience at that time, because their schools may have been closed down for that whole first year. A lot of children didn't get the chance to even go back to school. We did. And they opened up those schools, but they did the mask mandate, as we all know, not only, you know, for, um, you know, the children, but obviously all of the adults and it was very widespread. And I remember when that was just being talked about, like I said, in May, and I thought it was a joke. I think a lot of us parents and teachers, even we were kind of, you know, watching and listening. And I remember having several conversations with teachers who were like, this is, this is really funny that they would even think about doing a mask mandate for children I can imagine you know children like swapping masks and like picking their noses and like like I can just imagine like that you know it, it seems like this might be something that would help but no I mean re in reality it's it's really not so I immediately started to speak up because when that became a reality and the school districts and the school boards actually started to put those mandates into place that was one of the like uh, probably one of the moments in my entire life that I knew okay this is not going to fly and this is not going to go well for the children of our you know for the future of our children and if we just kind of accept this and we completely take away their bodily autonomy and not only that but knowing what I knew in my history in health and wellness, the issues that these masks presented for looking at health and where that came from, you know, breathing issues, not to mention anxiety issues, not to mention then you're perpetuating a fear of one another, which is deeply disturbing. And I did not want to be a part of creating a future where children were going to grow up being afraid of each other. And so, so let's talk about what exactly you started to do. Yeah. Because as I said, I, I love the fact that yep. you recognize that this is spiritual warfare and mm -hmm. the messaging was very different. Yeah. And so oh, yeah. when I saw what you were doing, I was like, wow, that is awesome. Yeah. It's like the, the antidote to what they were doing. So tell us about your, yeah, so that poison. it's really funny because now with, you know, the messages and what I promote through using tools, which are t-shirts, hats, stickers, um, general Create, we're creating tools for people to spread messages and plant seeds and start conversations, which really it all comes from that time period where we rose up in the community. We rose up against fear conditioning and absolute nonsense and manipulation from industry, from government. And we were pushing back very strategically. We came together in my community, a parent group. Um, and that parent group grew very quickly. We called ourselves Parent Advocates for Student Health Freedom. And we simply started to meet on an ongoing basis and really talk about what we were going to do in order to stand up for not only our children, but I had taken my children out of the public school system and I was still going to go to bat for the other parents and children because I know that so many felt powerless around this. Yeah. So we really organized very well and we started to create... Uh, 
everyone was like, we need to just have t-shirts that say unmask our children. So that was it. That was the first one. And that was, you know, as like the leader of this group kind of, you know, I took the reins and I'm like, okay, we're going to do these t-shirts. I'll take some orders. Who all wants a t-shirt? Did these t-shirts, made them up, passed them out. And we all started wearing them everywhere we we went to the grocery store, to the school board meetings that we were going to, to our meetings everywhere, all over the place, as we were not wearing, you know, masks ourselves and encountering, um, having to, you know, deal with what that felt like at that time when you were going against the crowd. Yeah. Um, as you know, a lot of people may understand or may not understand, depending on when at that time, what stance you took and it was a lot of people though wanting to do so but they didn't feel the courage Mm. to do it and they just felt completely disempowered and afraid and stuck and paralyzed in that fear to even stand up for their own convictions and beliefs and their own knowing their own deep innate knowing that something was wrong and something was off and so we were being disconnected from that and so I only wanted to help people step back into that and reconnect them to that. And that's all I ever really wanted to do. And so we continued with the shirts. We continued with going to school board meetings. Eventually mask mandates were lifted and, you know, here we are now. And Mm -hmm. um, I continued going with those messages and with the t-shirts and with, you know, expanded into doing hats and stickers. And we're, you know, I've got a whole website set up where we share resources and we actually create educational resources for people that are easy, you know, um, to, you know, hand out something, to download something, to watch a video, just to start learning and growing a little bit at a time regarding these areas that you may not feel super confident in regarding health and well-being in a mind, body, and spirit way and getting people back to understanding how they were designed and how they were created. So you now, know? what is one of the messages that is the best seller for you. Let's put it that way. Okay. I would have to say by far, and it's probably one of the first ones that I came up with. Um, so the second message that I came up with was fear is a liar, which it's not something that I could necessarily take credit for by any means, because it's just, a, that's a standard phrase. And it was even a song by an artist named Zach Williams. And a lot of people know it and it's very empowering. And after that, I came up with, it was actually right at Thanksgiving in 2020, this paradigm shifting message about being a super spreader. And so my message that is the su- it's super spreader of love, light, truth, and gratitude. And that message, it has been so, like so many people over the past few years, that's been a consistent favorite because it's just a clever way of shifting something that was meant to be so negative and so dirty at the time to dehumanize people, honestly. And we took that message and we completely flipped it on its head. And that's what I think I want people to realize is that the system that is meant to bring us down only has as much power as you give it. And so when we choose to take that power back and transmute that we have 
so much power to create these shifts and changes. And so ultimately we have to stop giving our power and our energy to these systems that are dark and fear-based and shift it. And not only with our, with our words, but that's a whole process. It's through the, the mind, the spirit, through our words, speaking intentionally, through our habits, through our behaviors, our intention and how we're living. So that's something that can just be done with baby steps. But that message, I'm telling you, I mean, it's been such, I mean, it's just been a powerful one over the years, you know, like it's light, but then people get it. They get it. They're like, oh yeah. So I remember Thanksgiving of 2020, it was actually being at my cousin's house. A ton of us gathered together, a group of like 40 and you weren't supposed to be gathering in groups according to the government. And we were joking about how we were throwing this like super spreader rager. (laughs) And that is honestly where it came from is that like Thanksgiving 2020. That is so neat. And you know, the thing I love the most about it is this recognition of the power of words. You know, when I was growing up, there was a saying, well, sticks and stones will break my bones, but words will never hurt me. And what I tell people is that that is actually not true. And you are really undervaluing the power of words. So what you are doing, as I said, is like the antidote to what was done in those years in particular. There was so much messaging and it was everywhere. It was on the TVs. It was, you know, if you were driving, they had the signs up everywhere on the billboards. You go into any kind of store, they had the signs and the doors, do this, do this, do this. Yeah. And everything was that constant, constant negative messaging that erodes to, you know, on a very subliminal level. And it really attacks the heart and makes people feel hopeless and fearful and weak. So I love the fact that you are, you recognize that and you flipped it and you said, okay, you're going to call me a super spreader. That's right. But I'm a super spreader of. (laughs) Exactly. I mean, that's, and that's not only what I was doing, but I was trying to teach and encourage other people to do that along with me. It's Mm -hmm. like, this is not only, you know, what you're saying, but what are you saying? And where is that coming from? And what is that attaching to? Like, what belief system is that attaching to? So then it really does get deep. It gets much deeper than I think a lot of people are even prepared to go, because then it does force you to take a deep look within, which is ultimately what I try to inspire others to do. But it is difficult living in this culture and the society that we live in that really just does everything to disconnect us from that deep, you know, rooted, innate knowing place of how we were designed and created. So it's attacking, it's attacking the very belief system. It's attacking God. It's attacking who we were created to be and who who we were designed to be. And I think if people just knew that and understood that and, and and we're able to kind of strip away a lot of these layers from over the years of, of industry piling marketing onto us and actually take that away and step outside of that and just look 
simply at what was going on, I think it would be more clear, but so many people are buried under years and years of conditioning and marketing and they cannot, they simply cannot see clearly. Yeah. And it's a process. It's a process to undo that now they and to start to climb out of that, you know? Yeah. Now, the other thing that I love about what you are doing is that you're helping people to create community. Because yes. as I said, you know, when you wear the t-shirt, when you wear the hat, when you wear the, well, if you have stickers anywhere, anywhere it's like having a beacon of light, having a light tower that shines yep. that says, hey, come to me, come to me, you know? And, and it's, yeah. it's, it's almost like this insidious way of it is. To, to find your community without being yep. bombastic, you know? Tell yeah, us and a little bit more about how, how it just works so beautifully. Yeah, I love that you said that. And that actually is so beautiful because one of my messages is, be the light. And that speaks volumes to what we are choosing to do, you know, through this process and through not only purchasing a t-shirt, right? You can purchase a t-shirt or a hat anywhere, but these are purpose-driven. And so I call it purpose-driven apparel, right? And these are tools, right? You Even people that are not you know, wearing a t-shirt, if they have a sticker on their water bottle or whatever the case may be, they are meant to inspire people to think more deeply, a little more critically, um, and to get people asking questions and to hopefully connect. Sometimes, you know, I, it's become such a part of my lifestyle and it really, what the messages are is they're just extensions of me, of my lifestyle, of what I try to put out into the world that often I'll be wearing something or someone will notice, you know, something, a message that I'm either wearing or I have on a sticker on my water bottle or something like that. And they will comment. And I don't even realize because I've forgotten at this point because it's just become such a normal part of what I do and who I am. And, and so I remember uh, we were out on Friday and I was wearing the be the light shirt mm -hmm. and someone a table over, we were sitting down to dinner, a table over came and just like nudged me. And he was like, yes, be the light. Yes. And he just like cheered it on. And I was like, oh my gosh, I forgot that I was even wearing this shirt. That's how powerful it is. And I think people don't understand the weight of that, mm -hmm. right? You're thinking, oh, these are really cute t-shirts or, oh, that's nice that, you know, it's a t-shirt. They're not just apparel or t-shirts or clothing or messages. They are very much in, you know, inspiring other people to rise up and say something and potentially connect. And there's impact from that. So, you know, we actually have locally here in my area, a holistic moms group, that's about 1500 of us. And so we, I also started that in 2020. And that's where I do a lot of my in-depth community work. And I realize I'm more impactful locally, right? But I want people to be doing these kinds of things, just like you do really in creating community and creating um, connection where they are. Mm -hmm. And then just taking those 
baby steps and inspiring other people to make small changes in their lives. Really? That's it. Small changes. Whether it comes to something in your diet or, you know, something in your home or the way that you're um, thinking and believing and, and it's just, there's so many things that we can be doing. And I think people can be overwhelmed as you, as you know, but if we create the community, that's where the changes and the support comes in, which is incredibly important is that we need to create these communities of support. I agree with you 100%, you know, and and that's why I said we truly resonated because I was tickled pink to find someone who understood the importance of creating community. It, I don't know about you, but it has just been very challenging for me to get people to understand the power of community. You know, the reason why people, I believe, are so hopeless and disempowered is because we keep on buying into this ideology of savior, that somebody is going to swoop in or somebody should swoop in to save us, whether it be the president or the government or the educators or the doctors, you know, so we're always looking outside for somebody to make everything right. And in doing that, we forget how powerful we are. God created us in his image. Oh my God, we are divine creatures having a physical experience. And so that psychological warfare that was done to make us feel that we were impotent was deliberate to separate us from God, to to close down the churches, to make us not be able to come together in community. That was very, very deliberate. A hundred percent. I 100% agree. And that's why, you know, I did mention the psychological and the spiritual warfare, both of those together. Right. Um, And that was, it was very strategic. And I think, I think that's actually hard for people to wrap their mind around is that part. They're like, oh, well maybe this, you know, didn't go as it should have. And, you know, things and mistakes were made along the way, but I don't believe that because once you take a look and you see these red flags and you start to actually do a little bit of research into the background and like a hundred years you can go back and see the design of the medical industry and the pharmaceutical industry as a business and you can start to see and watch how these things were done little by little to gradually get people to outsource exactly their their own power their power yeah. And it's creating a highly greed driven, corrupt system that is huge and has a ton of power now because they've collected that power from everyone over the years, giving it to them because they've been so insidious. And I think that's very difficult for some people that want to believe there's a naivety, right? Yeah. And I've been there where I do choose to see the good. And I believe the good and I know it's out there and I will genuinely, you know, seek that and look for it. But I also know that there is darkness. Yeah. 
And if we're not very aware and discerning and asking for constant discernment, we will be deceived. Yes. And, we will. And that is so important, you know. So moving forward, ladies, I want to encourage you to connect with Deborah on her website. And she can also tell you more about becoming a brand ambassador so that you can become the light, so that you can be the messenger of light and hope and love and peace because it is so needed. And truly, 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 I am very, very serious when I say this is the only antidote. The only way to create immunity is through community. And it starts with you being the light. It starts with you becoming that ambassador that reaches out to the people in your community that are seeking hope, seeking light, seeking joy, seeking healing. Time for you to step up and become a brand ambassador of light. So Deborah, thank you so much for joining with us. Are there any last words that you'd like to share? I was just going to say amen to that. <laughs> that's, you said it all. I, I was really just, that's, that's perfectly summing up everything that we need to be choosing to step into. And it is a choice. I think at the, at the end of the day, I want to end with that is we are all faced with choices every single day and no one is shoving anything down our throats for the most part. But um, I mean, I could go into a rabbit hole about that, but really at the end of the day, these are just choices that we can make and we can always make a different choice than something that we're, that's a pattern. That's just a, an unconscious, you know, pattern that we're really not, um, it's not impacting us. It's not impacting anyone else in a positive way. So we can always make a different choice. And we're in, a, in an age where that is, and it should be more possible because we are in an age of information and in connection. And so it should be easier with the tools that we have, if you treat them as tools to connect with others, mm -hmm. but it is important to really get into your community and connect face to face. And I don't want people to forget that Absolutely. because that digital space can be um, kind of consuming sometimes and it can take your attention away and, you know, distract you. So, yes. So Stay focused. <laughs> Stay focused and be yeah. the light. Until Absolutely. next time, my ladies, peace and blessings. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in for this episode of Mommy Heal Thyself. If you like what we're doing here, please share, subscribe, like us, and leave a comment. Your feedback is very much appreciated.